All right, good morning or good afternoon, everybody. Today is Wednesday, June the 2nd, 2021. And I have to say, when I was uh, doing preparation for today's Kraken episode, this morning, there was quite a bit of news to report on, and uh, luckily I waited a little bit more because uh, some news is still coming out as we speak. But anyways, uh, speaking of which, today's Wednesday hump day, right? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but this week seems to be going by at a pretty decent pace for me. Um, I don't usually track that kind of stuff, but, you know, sometimes when you wake up and you go, oh shit, it's already, you know, Wednesday or Thursday. Hey, it's uh, kind of interesting, right? So the first thing is that We're going to jump right into it. The Chinese state media says that the country should prepare for nuclear war with the U.S. after Biden asked for a COVID probe into, I would imagine, the Wuhan lab leak and things like that. This is within the country. This is coming from the state-run media, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. I don't know how seriously this is being taken within the intelligence community of, you know, MI6, the CIA, the Mossad, the Russian intelligence, things like that. Again, More than likely, I would imagine, unless there's an angle that I'm missing here, it seems as though this is just a fear factor, but to tell even your own people, even if it's just relative to the confines of your own country, within your own nation, to tell them to prepare for nuclear war. First off, how do you prepare for nuclear war? I mean, make your own bunker? Do you know how many people there are in China? I'm not saying that this should be taken literally, but at the end of the day, when they say things like this, I have no idea. Now, with that being said, it... I'm not going to lie, folks, if you had, uh, you know, said to me uh, a year or two ago, Dave, you know, China said prepare for nuclear war to their people. What do you think? I would have laughed it off a bit more than I do now. The tensions do seem to be pretty high. And again, this could all be just a puppet show. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of it is. But at the same time, the question becomes how much of that emotion from world leaders of the front end of the puppet show, if you will, uh, conflate or transition into the back end of things. And that's what it comes down to. Right. Because ironically enough, on, on a public level, from my understanding, Xi Jinping uh, calls for, and I quote, lovable diplomatic approach um, between other nations, which is contrary to what his own party is uh, is, is spreading within, within their state-run media. So again, this could be, part of my English, this could be a bit of an intelligence mindfuck, this could be a, a way to mess with the uh, other media outlets of Europe, of the West, it, it, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I'm, I'm not sure what the objective is here by saying that. Again, if it's just simply to scare the Chinese people into making them, uh, or trying to make them think, you know, the West is bad, this and that, it could be working, it could not be, it's hard to say. Again, I don't want to report on things if I haven't been there myself, or I don't, sorry, no, I don't want to report on things in a confident way unless I've been there myself or I can surely say with my own self-confidence this is probably how it is at this moment we don't know how it is this situation so it'll be very interesting to to see what comes up but again what's so frightening to me honestly is that is the fact that um we is the fact that we could wake up at any time any day and uh, a nuclear bomb could be dropped not on our country or wherever you live but just somewhere in the world that is frightening that that is scary i mean i i think there's no other way of putting it The next thing is that new emails reveal, and we'll be discussing this in the members episode and maybe in the public episode, depending on how extensively I could speak on it without being censored, but new emails reveal that a Wuhan lab funder, a a big-time funder of the Wuhan lab, personally thanked Dr. Fauci for dismissing the lab leak theory at first. 
because again, it would have looked bad. You know, certain things would have not appeared as, um, I guess you could say, appropriate relative to the accuracy of things like the CDC or the NIH. So everything would have just looked like, like a shit show from the beginning. So again, uh, we've seen, for example, the Washington Post, uh, from my understanding, even Vox, the outlet Vox, shadow editing a lot of their articles, you know, because Trump said it was a lab leak or it could have been a lab leak and the me the mainstream media had to just go against them for the sake of saying, no, it's a conspiracy theory, don't believe it, when now it could have been a lab leak. It's not about saying Trump is right. It's just a matter of the, of the fact of how about we question everything first, not listen to either political party, in my humble opinion, and then we narrow down by process of elimination, assuming the intelligence communities uh, are telling the truth on a public level, we eliminate it by process of elimination. What is the most likely outcome here? I have friends and family folks personally that said to me this time last year, Dave, there's no way it came from a lab impossible. I never fought back with them. And I'll tell you why. Because I didn't know where it came from. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't subscribe to what the mainstream media was saying was that it came from a bat. But I also didn't not subscribe to the lab leak theory. The best thing to do is to approach something not believing in anything, but having your mind open to everything, right? And I'm not trying to lecture here anybody by any means, but you folks see what I'm saying? I had friends and family, Dave, no, there's no chance it was a lab leak. Why? Because the WHO, the CDC, you know, the, the mainstream media in the West was saying it wasn't a lab leak. And then all of a sudden, if I try to call them out on it, they won't even, they'll just say, well, you know, Dave, that it's just a process of, you know, intelligence research. And it turns out this was the case. Yeah. So why did you dismiss it in the beginning? This is kind of one of the reasons why I do that. I started the show because the concept is, is that anything is possible. What science said on a public level was not possible three, four years ago is now all of a sudden possible. They found, they found life under 40,000 feet of Arctic ice ice sheets from my understanding when they thought it was not possible to find life there now again without ranting too much this you know leads into what we discuss mainly on the show with the main episodes uh and the members episodes about how you know this is the way of drop feeding but again this is what bothers me so much i'm not saying you know to my friends and family that they were wrong i'm not trying to say oh gotcha or told you so i'm saying how about we approach things with an open mindset of all angles before we say uh, with confidence oh no this is it just because the mainstream media said it right? So the next thing is that, um, let's take a look here. Isaac Herzog, hopefully I said his name correctly, has now been elected as the new president of Israel with 87 votes from members of the Knesset. Again, Netanyahu, like I said, it turns out maybe he didn't have an ace up his sleeve. Uh, it seemed like there was political strategy in order to remove him. It's not, I don't think people wanted him gone per se. I think that Netanyahu served his purpose, if you will. Again, the longest serving prime minister of Israel ever, uh, at least in the history of modern Israel. And at the same time, he, he had a very good run. I mean, he was in the IDF forces uh, when he was younger, as I think most are required to if you're growing up in Israel. Uh, you know, he went to, you know, he had a phenomenal life, that guy, let's be honest, whether or not you think he's a war criminal, which again, arguments could be made for both sides. But, you know, he went to Yale, I think he went to Harvard, he went to, he, he was in the military, he was then ambassador to the United Nations, I mean, it was just, the guy had a very good run politically, he was defeated, then he came back, it, it was a whole thing, who knows if he'll try to come back again, or if his uh, political career is over, maybe he might move into the private sector of things, who knows what he'll, he'll do next, but again, like I said, folks, he had a very good run, so... Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with this, um, prime minister Herzog. So, uh, the next thing is that a large Iranian Navy ship sinks after catching fire again, always having to do with, again, I'm not trying to come across in the wrong way, but always having to do with Iran or a country that seems to be, I guess we could say 
unstable from the optics of the world stage. That doesn't mean they're actually unstable, but it's interesting how these mistakes keep happening. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but it's interesting how it happens more often. Now, we could say, yes, their military or their general infrastructure is not built up as much as the West or China or Russia, but I mean, these things just keep on happening. You know, and it all ends up coming back to Iran one way or another, seemingly. Now, I'm not saying it is Iran or the Iranian government specifically. And the reason for that is because the mainstream media could be infiltrated by the CIA to plant those stories in there and keep pointing the direction towards Iran. So, again, folks, we got to be vigilant of that, too. Right. We have to we have to call things like they could be. So uh, the next thing is that as well as how they are, obviously, uh, the next thing is that Iran has also banned crypto mining because they said it consumes too much energy again this is uh, we talk about this a lot in the members episodes and on the zoom calls and things like that but we uh we discuss the we could sort of say the mind games of this if you will how sometimes it is true that it's using too much energy these quantum computers and things like that other times it isn't it, it's a uh, it's interesting to say the least, I'll tell you that. And the final thing pertaining to Iran is that they uh, there's an, there was an Iranian container ship that was hit in uh, the Mediterranean in a small explosion, uh, but nobody was hurt. So again, interesting who caused the explosion it may have been a, a self-remote detonating bomb it could it seemed like nobody actually set the bomb off within that particular vicinity so could it have been set off somewhere else we probably won't know it probably is uh, already being taken up by iranian intelligence right so we'll we'll never we'll never know for certain uh, the next thing is that uh, israel plans to ask the u.s for one billion dollars to replenish the iron dome and they're probably going to get it. They probably will. Uh, again, this goes back to the whole the whole uh, support concept of uh, the, the West backing Israel more strongly than others. Again, a lot of people will say, you know, we have no problem with Israel being replenished for the Iron Dome. But how come Palestine doesn't get the Iron Dome? Because now it'll even the playing field, which will, you know, assume, presumably make both sides less likely to engage in battle quicker because they'll now know they both have the Iron Dome and it's kind of like, okay, it's a tit for tat thing. Do we really want to go to war with each other? Then there's other people. Again, this goes back to the whole Israel-Palestine conflict. It is, um, ultimately, that's, uh, Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. It's, it's unfortunate, but a lot of things, you know, uh, that are given to Israel from the West, a lot of people... It, it, it's been open for criticism saying how come you won't give it to Palestine either right or the the people in in the Gaza Strip now that's a little bit more uh, black and white if you will presumably because you know the, of, of Hamas and things like that but again we have to we have to understand the full context of things before we say things conclusively as well right so uh, the next thing is that an Iraq militia leader has been arrested but the question becomes will this signal change now what's interesting is that I see the global outlets discussing will this signal change in Iraq because one militia leader has been arrested. If that militia leader, which I don't know much about, had significant influence amongst other terrorist or militia cells, if you will, within Iraq, there may be a, a shortage of influence unless this person had someone to replace him already or her, uh, probably a he though um, in this case. But unless there's a replacement, it, it's very, I see it very similar to that of the, the drug business. You always have someone that's going to replace the, the, the drug dealer that just got arrested or killed, right? It, it's the same What no matter at what level. Level, whether it's the street level or the higher organized crime level, it's the same concept. You're going to have someone to replace them. Now, what's interesting about this, though, is that it seems like the mainstream media seems to ignore, and I'm not trying to be a smart ass here or anything like that, but from my understanding, the mainstream media seems to be ignoring the, the apparatus of a 
counterinsurgency operation because it seems like a counterinsurgency operation takes many months if not many years and those who have served may i'm sure know this better than i do uh what you know special uh, counterinsurgents operations and how long they take so to say that this one iraqi militia leader being arrested is going to change the whole nation i very strongly doubt that unless i'm completely missing something but even then uh we'll, we'll see what happens right so uh, the next thing is that jbs blames russian criminals for an attack that shut down meat production but the uh, the meat packer uh, jbs said they have made significant progress in resolving the cyber attack and that most plants should be reopened by wednesday uh, but the attack did wipe out one-fifth of the u.s's meat capacity when they said it'll be back by Wednesday, I don't know if they mean Wednesday as in today or next Wednesday uh, from the day I'm recording this. So it'll be hard to it'll be hard to say. Interesting to speculate on at the very least. Uh, with that being said, though, at the same time, um, again, this is what I think. I'm not saying that it was Russia or I'm not trying to say confidently it was, but for the sake of hypotheticals, let's go with the mainstream narrative of saying, you know, they blame Russian criminals, even though I have yet to see evidence. But anyways, uh, it would be um, in line with what Putin was saying with regards to Russia's response uh, being asymmetrical. He said that, I think, of two or three weeks ago at his um, his own ver at Russia's own version of the State of the Union, if you will. Doesn't mean that this was Russia in this particular case. Could have been another country in a proxy war doing something for Iran, doing something for China. Who knows, right? And that's the other thing, too. I, I, I don't like this whole thing about Russia, 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 because, yes, has Russia been guilty for many things asymmetrically and, and, and in the cyber world? I'm sure. But the problem is, is that when you exaggerate it and you make up lies about things Russia maybe had nothing to do with, you, you then begin to question everything, right? It's just like, no matter how much money the mainstream media, the intelligence community had, the, the way in which human beings think, as long as they start to wake up to the way in which these tactics are, are, are made privy to the public it's going to be more difficult to to trick the people right and i think the people are waking up not saying russia's innocent but again to say every little thing is blamed on russia or is because of russia it could be but it also could not be right so again and this is why it's the russia propaganda concept i just want to mention very quickly before i go on has been instilled so strongly within the western media i would even say european media but the western media in the sense of like for example, I was reading a CNN article the other day about this, uh, about a previous cyber attack, and it said, sources tell us that, sources tell CNN that the Russians were behind this. What sources? This is the problem. And I'm not saying they have to give up their sources, but at this point, it comes down to trust. Do you trust them or not? Because sometimes the sources are real, sometimes they're, they're, they're a lot of the time, they're bullshit. So, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. You, it, if you don't have trust in the system, how could you trust the the institutions in those systems? It's the same idea, right? So the next thing is that the president of Chile is encouraging open dialogue to form a new constitution. I am not familiar too much with the politics of Chile. Um, I'm not sure why the president would want to form a new constitution. Um, there could be, I'm sure some of you are from there or, or know more about it than I do or have family or friends there. Again, if it's for a beneficial reason, it's all it's all about uh, relativity and perspective, right? Is it is it really a you know down the middle political issue that's going on there? It, it really depends what's happening. Is there something that the president sees that is a clear problem, regardless of what political view you hold that needs to be resolved, right? Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there. The next thing is that Brazil's COVID economic rebound is stronger than expected, allegedly. 
Okay, this is interesting, and I see a lot of countries around the world that they're, at least it's being reported, not saying it's true, but it's being re reported that the economic rebound is phenomenal and it's better than it's ever been, and, and this whole thing for the UK and for many different countries. And I say, you know, I, I say that's a very good thing, but at the end of the day, too, I also say, what did, uh, what did people expect? What did people expect when, when things were going to slowly start, uh, hopefully, again, opening up again? People just want to get back to work, and there's a lot of people who have not been infected with with COVID allegedly, um, or you know, with what they call COVID. Uh, that that say, listen, if I catch it, I catch it. Let's go back to work. And it seems like there's enough people to get the economy moving in a lot of countries again. But again, this is assuming that this report is accurate. It's unfortunate that I got to question every little thing, but you know. Uh, the next thing is that the uh, mayor of Budapest is trying to rename streets in protest against uh, China. I guess the CCP or the country itself. Again, I I just want to stress, it, it, look, he's the mayor of Budapest. If he wants to do what he wants, uh, if he can do it, then let him do it. If there's certain uh, street names named after something in the Chinese culture or something like this, should he, again, it depends what the streets are named after, right? If they're named after a person in the CCP or something like that, then I totally get it. But if it's named after something within Chinese culture or Chinese history, that's got nothing to do with, with, with the COVID leak, in, in my humble opinion. Just like I say all the time, a lot of Chinese people are great people. Sure, you got bad apples everywhere, but we have to be looking at the regime, not the people. You can't just say all, you know, a couple billion of those in China or whatever the population amount is today is they're all CCP. You can't say that, right? So, um, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but I'd like to know the names of those streets. I haven't had the time to look into that. Uh, the next thing is that Florida has banned, uh, specifically governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill banning transgender athletes from female sports, transgender females. I'm assuming this is when a man or a male transitions to a female. And the, the whole argument is well, because they're biologically a male, their muscle fibers, their muscle tissues will be much stronger. Therefore they're going to literally obliterate, uh, metaphorically and literally and physically their opponents if they go from a man to a woman and now they're competing against other women now the question becomes this and i myself don't have the answer obviously um the, the question becomes what about if this male was going through a sex change or transition um from a very young age from the age of seven eight nine or ten and i'm not saying that to justify anything i'm saying that because I'm, I'm genuinely asking the question and i myself don't have the answer i don't know to what extent the medical technology is available to the public for that to happen because the at least the idea scientifically is that when they're much younger if you can get their you if you can change their muscle tissues and their fibers uh from a young age during the transition process um then maybe they might actually be weaker from a, a, musc um, a muscular uh, perspective. With that being said, though, I also want to say from a mental perspective, uh, a mental, not even mental health, just from a mental perspective, man, if, if you know from the age of, because again, assuming you have to be under the age of 17 or 16 or much younger in order for your, your muscle tissues to go from male to, to, to female to weaken substantially, you better really know what you want in, 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 in your life if you're that young and you want to transition. And I'm saying that respectfully. And I would say that the other way around too, from a woman to a man. You, you would, I would say, again, not to talk down to people, but you better know what you want. You know, uh, especially if you're 10, 11 years old um, and, and you want to and you tell your parents, I want to transition and your parents allow you. You better know what you really want. I mean, it's true. Uh, it's true, right? It's not it's it's one thing if you're if you're 25. It's another thing if you're 15 and you want to transition. 
right? The question then becomes, to what extent does the medical technology then allow for that to, to weaken the male muscle tissues and transition to a female? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, right? That's, that's the other big debate as well. And is there a certain age limit, if you will, of growth where you can't reverse that muscle tissue? I think, honestly, they have the technology at a secretive level to change humans into whatever they want. We discussed that on the public episode, members, all that, you know that. But, you know, relative to what's a, what's available publicly is what I'm speaking on. So, uh, the, and again, from a political perspective, this might be controversial, but again, it's the, the state's rights. And, uh, if the next governor is not Ron DeSantis, I believe they could reverse this. So again, this is the respective, uh, the, the understanding and the perspective of the, of the state of Florida uh, so be it. And that's one of the beautiful things I like about the U S if you don't like it in one state, you can always head to another state that probably caters more to what you prefer, whether it's taxes, culture, or something like this, right? Of all, all of, of all people. So the next thing is that um, oil spill fears as chemical a chemical laden cargo ship sunk over the coast of Sri Lanka. Again, they got these oil spills, man. I'm not saying they're done on purpose, not at all. But whether they are or not, they got to stop. They, like, I'm not even trying to be a a, a pro environment or or whatever. It's just stop putting shit in the clean water, you know. Like, and if the water's already dirty, you're just adding more shit to the shit that's in the water. So, I, I mean, fuck that shit. Pardon my English. Uh, the next thing is that uh, Malaysia accuses China of breaching their airspace. China, I mean, again, did they breach the airspace? I wouldn't put it past them. They're provoking. It's like Taiwan, right? So, I don't... It's like what China tries to do to fuck with Taiwan a little bit, right? So... Uh, the next thing is that Tesla claimed they failed to stop Elon Musk from tweeting, uh, says some regulators familiar with the matter. Again, when it says that Tesla claimed to fail to stop Elon Musk from tweeting, I would imagine they're referring to the board members of Tesla. I mean, again, the, the article was quite vague, the, at least the one that I read. Um, and I read more than one just to be sure uh, that I had the, the presumable facts straight. Again, from my understanding, and I could be very wrong here, but from my understanding, Elon Musk cannot tweet about uh, like regulated stocks the way that he tweets about crypto, right? So, um, but again, the guy will, look, he's one of the richest people, if not, depending on the day, literally, the richest person on the planet, at least on a public level, right? He could do what he wants, I guess. He could do what he wants. Um, The next thing is that Biden is going to suspend the Trump drilling Arctic leases, uh, sorry, the, the Arctic leases that Trump, uh, Trump gave permission to, to do. Um, okay. I mean, I, I'm not sure if this is because of an environmental thing, you know, the whole, just going with the message of the democratic party of the environment. I'm, I'm not sure. Could this be something much deeper? If it is, I doubt Biden knows. And if, if it is much deeper and Biden doesn't know, he's probably approached saying, sir, just sign this and shut up. Or maybe this just has to do with stopping, just defying Trump who, who knows, right? Uh, the next thing is that Amazon worker injuries have been reported to be 80% higher than competitors from a recent study. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, look at how these people are, they're pissing, the, the, the Amazon drivers are pissing in bottles. No shit, they're going to be more prone to injury when they're forced to rush like that. No, like, no duh. I mean, what, what else, <laughs> you know? Um, the next thing is that, again, I, I have to report this again, unfortunately, but and the reason why is because I want to make this clear. Uh, there is growing hate uh, hate crimes being thrown against Asian Americans. Again, folks, I, I try to say this regardless of your political perspective, or I try to get this message across, excuse me. It's not the, the people. I'm sure there are some people, Chinese people, that side with the CCP. That's different. You can take up that problem with them separately and independently. But the the... 
you cannot just see a, an Asian person walking down the street and go, hey, you know, you're the reason for this. No, your government is arguably the, the, the cause of this for, uh, for COVID if we're talking about that, but not you, you know. It's like, uh, like I gave the example of a couple days ago, pe just because I'm Italian, people don't, or they shouldn't at least walk up to me and say, hey, you got any connections to the mob? You know, it, it's the same, it's the same idea I would imagine, right? So, uh, the next thing is that, uh, let's see here, uh, five people were arrested over a gang rape of a Belgian teen. Now, allegedly this Belgian teenager, assuming I have my facts right, have, has committed suicide after she was raped uh, by these five, these five, uh, young adults, if you will, from my understanding. Again, throw them in prison, and if they, whatever happened, I'm sorry, this is, you know, uh, but when I see things like that, they get gang, a woman gets gang raped, and then she commits suicide because she can't handle the, the PTSD from it and all that. I hope those, uh, again, not, I'm not advocating for violence, but in a metaphorical sense, I, well, I hope those guys just, you know, I, I hope they, they get taken care of in prison. Uh, again, we all know that those lifelong prisoners in there, they don't take kindly to people that, uh, they don't take kindly to people that rape and uh, especially uh, innocent women or children uh, and things like that. So, you know, once they get in jail or in, in, in top security prison, they'll, they'll be handled. Um, again, it's not up to me to decide, right? So uh, to decide how much they should be punished. Um, as a matter of fact, if I were these boy, if I was one of these guys going to jail, I would not be worried about my my pro my legal prosecution as much as I would be about getting messed up in jail and probably getting murdered in jail. Seriously, um, and the next thing is that new Vatican laws toughen sexual abuse abuse punishment. Excuse me. Okay, no, 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 no. We're, we're not touching this, and I'll tell you why. The, it's so hypocritical. I, I mean, it's just it, this is all optics. I it doesn't. I'm I'm sorry, but <laughs> I maybe there's some that actually do have a good heart within the Vatican, and I say that carefully, some of you may have just laughed right now, saying, Dave, you really believe that? Again, folks, I really, I, I'm leaning towards no on that, so, you know. And the final thing is that the Supreme Court in the U.S. will weigh, will now, excuse me, weigh in on the GOP's Voting Rights Act. There's been a strong argument that it limits, uh, you know, voting rights for people that are non-Caucasian or non-white, if you will. Uh, there's also another side of the argument saying that all it does is strict in voting, so there's less fraud. So again, I have not read the bill myself uh, in detail, so it's not up for me to tell you guys or and girls what, what, uh, what should be the case there. I encourage you to read the bill for yourself, but again, we have to present all the angles, or at least all the popular angles of the perspective and that's it for today we have a another uh, we have a public member uh, excuse me a public episode coming out in the next i guess give or take five to seven hours and then we have uh and then we have another members episode as well too so we'll catch all of you a little later in the day cheers <laughs>